I'm Romaine Johnston. And I'm Sandra Fiodo. And we'll be your hosts on this podcast series. Orange presents My Inspiration. Here's what you can expect from each of the seven episodes we'll be airing. Each month, you'll discover an honest conversation on key aspects of what it means to better own your career and your self-development. Some real-life examples taken from Romaine's coaching experience and our own lives, as well as tools to help you better understand yourself, others, and your relationships. And we'll always wrap up with a practical exercise for you to start implementing these concepts in your own life. Our ambition is for you to feel energized and empowered after listening to these episodes. So enjoy and share with anyone you think may benefit from the episodes. Thank you for listening. Break free from your limiting beliefs. Hi, Romaine. Hi, Sandra. So welcome to our third episode. Our last episode on networking got me thinking quite a bit. And I think today's topic is a really good way to uh, complete it. So we'll be talking about limiting beliefs, which is a topic very dear to me because it's something I've been spending the past couple of years really working on and trying to let go of some of them. So I'm really looking forward to our conversation. Let's start with definitions. Always very useful. What are limiting beliefs, Romaine? Yeah, so uh, so thanks, Sandra. I'm delighted to be here again with you. A limiting belief is, is, um, is something that we accept as true or real, a firmly held opinion. It's something that we see as reality, although it may not be, and it builds up over time. It's a fruit of our, it's a fruit of our experience and our learning of what we've been through and what we've learnt. And I guess the, your next question would be, you know, you know, who, where does it come from? Mm. I mean, like our, like our values, it comes to us by, you know, through our family, through our friends, through our teachers, our professors, through our education, through society in general, through the media, of course. Let's not forget the media. Huh? Mm. So, and the media is really important, actually, in, in terms of limiting beliefs. Yeah. And they have an effect on us. Huh? They impact whatever we believe um, about ourselves or about other people, um, impacts our attitude and our behavior, how we act. Because it impacts, uh, it impacts. They impact our emotions, and and they impact how we act, questions we ask, our relationships with people. So, so beliefs can be source of creativity. Okay, mm -hmm. they don't have to be negative. They be, can be source of creativity and development. Mm -hmm. They can also be source of frustration and fear. They mm -hmm. can really be, you know, empowering just as much as they can be limiting. So, how can they be limiting? What? How can they impact? Our lives really yeah one of my one of my colleagues suggested this metaphor and, and I've adopted it and thank you to him um, a limiting belief is, is like an invisible anchor uh, mm. which prevents the boat from sailing away that's so it's powerful well, it is it? powerful yeah it's a beautiful yeah. image yeah uh, because it does kind of you know uh, stop you from stop you from moving sailing away yeah, yeah. sailing <laughs> away yeah Mm. And so limiting beliefs, they become an obstacle for our development, uh, an obstacle to our need, to our need or our desire to perform. Uh, they, they, they slow down our creativity. They're often a source of conflict between, with ourselves uh, and with, us, well, with others because we believe them. We end up by believing that, for example, we can't do something, that mm -hmm. we're not good enough, that we're not entitled to something. Mm -hmm. And we all have limiting beliefs. Okay, some people more than others, mm. and they can refer to us. They can also refer to others, to a community, to the world at large. Huh? So we can have beliefs about ourselves, but beliefs about the organization, beliefs about our project, beliefs about our team, beliefs about our family, you know. Mm -hmm. So it's important to consider these limiting beliefs. But so what's the mechanism that takes a belief, that, that gives a belief 
the power to actually impact our lives? What's the, what happens there? You know, there's a saying that says that whatever you believe becomes your reality. Mm-hmm. Um, if it becomes your reality, it will, it will obviously determine the outcome of a situation. And so when we allow our lives to be shaped by these limiting beliefs, the behaviors that we, we adopt, that we show, reinforce our own beliefs and we become an expert in creating our own self-fulfilling pro- prophecies because mm. we believe in them so hard that they become our reality and we actually embody these limiting beliefs. Yeah. Yeah? That's a really helpful image as well as the self-fulfilling prophecy. So what you, what you believe is what becomes. Yeah. It always really helps to hear of other people's experience. Yes. So do you think you'd be willing to share some of the limiting beliefs that you have or that you've let go of? Yeah. You know, this is kind of, uh, like everybody, I think there have been times when I felt a bit of a victim and I've said, oh, you know, there's nothing I can do about that. Mm-hmm. Really nothing that I can do about that. When in fact... It, I could have done something about it, you know, mm-hmm. or the time that I've thought I can't possibly do that. And it goes back to something that we've discussed in another podcast. Um, there's no way that I can stand up in front of an auditorium and speak with a microphone to 180 people. And yet you did it. And yet I did it, you know, and, and partly thanks to you. So, mm-hmm. so um, and another, another instance, you know, I say I don't deserve it. I don't deserve mm. it. There's a, there's, an issue, there's a concept of legitimacy. Some refer to it as uh, the imposter syndrome. Mm. Others uh, talk about a saboteur, you know, or inner critic. It's about thinking that, that you don't deserve something, okay, that you don't deserve something, that you don't deserve someone else's attention. You don't, you're not entitled to do something that someone else does because, because you're not as good as them, really. Not good enough. You're not good enough. So, so they're, they're not 100% our responsibility. We talked about where they come from, but we can decide to manage them because our lives, you know, we, we've got to drive our own, whether it's our career or whether it's our, you know, our, our personal life, we can decide to do something about, about these limiting beliefs. You know, what's fascinating is how those, that, that thought, I'm not good enough, how universal it is. I'm always yes. surprised because you, you always feel that it's going on inside your own head. But I was recently on um, in a, a virtual conference by Seth Godin called the Real Skills Conference. It was a fascinating experience. And, you know, people from all over the world with all sorts of backgrounds and projects and careers and experience and like 90% of them felt that that thought, you know, I'm not good enough. I'm not good I'm enough. I'm not good enough. I, I, I find that fascinating. But I, what I like in the idea that you brought up is that we can't necessarily stop that idea mm. from existing, but mm. we can manage that idea mm. and prevent it from impacting our, mm. our decisions, our behaviors. So how can we break free from these beliefs? I think the first step is becoming, uh, becoming aware of them. Mm-hmm. So building our self-awareness and our understanding. And that is, again, all part of emotional intelligence, how we understand ourselves and our emotions and how we operate. So self-limiting beliefs are often lurking in the background of our thoughts and behavior. Mm-hmm. So not only of what, what we think, but also what we say and what we do. I've said that. Mm-hmm. And, and we carry them around a little bit like unwanted guests who have overstayed their welcome. And I like <laughs> the idea of overstaying their welcome because somebody who has overstayed their welcome, you should be brave enough to say, okay, time to finish now. Mm-hmm. And I've got, really, I've got really awful. Now, you know, when I want to go to bed, I said, sorry, guys, can we just stop that? You know, <laughs> 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 throw my friends out. Or, um, 
but so um, so yes, they are similar to the imposter syndrome or, or the inner critic, um, and they're part of us, but only part of us. They don't define us. Yeah. We can learn to manage them, and and uh, we can manage. We can learn to talk to these little voices and and these little voices which are keeping us back and and preventing us from stretching out of our comfort zone. And I and I think that that's really important to to, to know that it's down to us again and and to building our self awareness. I like your image of the unwanted guest. Yeah. It reminds me of something I heard Elizabeth Gilbert share in a podcast. Elizabeth Gilbert, who wrote Eat, Pray, Love, that um, yes. a lot of you probably Eat, know. Pray, Love, yeah, yes. Eat, Pray, Love. And she was saying that she had that little voice in her head as well saying, you know, who do you think you are? How on earth can you get that done? And she treated that voice like a stupid little cousin <laughs> sitting in the passenger seat but she was the one driving and so she would be driving and, yeah. and telling that little voice listen okay I hear you I acknowledge your existence and you're you're, you're there but yeah. I'm, you're not going to let you drive so just talk yeah. all you want and let me drive yeah so accepting that they are there yes. accepting that they're part of you uh, but owning that conversation and saying I'm adult I can cope right and yeah. minimizing their minimizing the chatter yeah toning it down and, and without going into too much detail I think it's worth thinking about what that in a critic is actually trying to do because more often than not they're trying to protect you mm. it's the little voice that's saying don't take any risk don't put yourself in a difficult situation you know mm-hmm. so it's being able to have that conversation with ourselves yeah yeah so we love concrete tips so do you have any concrete tips to share on how we can tone that volume down and and, and let go of those beliefs yeah well, what i can maybe share with you is a is a five-step uh, little process Around uh, around a project, because I believe that the only way of learning is actually bringing it back to your reality and not to, we should do this, we mm. should do that. It is really kind of getting down to the nitty gritty and think of something that is important to you and how you can make it happen mm-hmm. and how you can address your, your your limiting beliefs. So five steps. The first one I would say is, is define, define, for example, a project, okay? And so individually, uh, think of a project or a desire which is important to you but which you see as difficult to achieve or something that is difficult to have, okay? Mm-hmm. It can be a project, it can be a conversation, just having a conversation yeah. sometimes. Huh? Um, it can be connecting with someone important for your career or for you personally. So take notes about the context and take notes about your desire. So what is it that you would like to do, okay? Mm-hmm. That, that one thing that is difficult for you right now. Okay. And it can be as simple as a conversation, okay? Mm-hmm. And then consider step two, uh, why is this project so important to you, okay? Why is it so important? Define your motivations mm-hmm. for this project, this desire, or this objective. It's the why, and Simon Sinek talks, yeah. talks a lot about the why, doesn't yeah. he? Imagine you've achieved this objective, okay? So this is a little bit about projection, but projection about something that's real for you. Mm -hmm. So imagine you've achieved this objective or you've got involved in this project, okay? Project yourself into that situation and experience the emotions. Mm -hmm. Imagine what you are like in that situation and experience the emotions. What it feels like to have succeeded. What it feels like Mm. to have succeeded in that particular project or gone through that conversation okay okay so take your time because this really is your right it's Mm. a present that you're making to yourself take the time do it on your own and ride that positive wave and embrace that positive wave and don't be don't feel guilty don't feel shy you're on your own you're in your head you're in your heart (laughs) and just write it down okay Mm -hmm. so you've um you've defined this project you've defined why it's important to you you've experienced positive emotions that it would generate if you succeeded in this project now consider okay back to your reality back to your consensus reality as we say what is you keeping you back from achieving your objective which beliefs 
Which beliefs are preventing you from going ahead with your project? What is that inner critic? What is that that little voice saying to you? Okay, can you give some examples of what those beliefs could be? Yeah, uh, like I said, you know, earlier for me, it's impossible. You can't do that. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I can't do that. I don't deserve it. Mm. I'm not worthy of that attention. Mm. I'm not legitimate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, you must have some examples as well. Yeah, huh? I, I think a big one for me is always, you know, I don't have the time. I don't have the time. Yeah. So I get really stressed and, and sort of paralyzed. That's very interesting. Mm. So you decide, yes, you decide to procrastinate because it's your way of coping with Either it. Either procrastinate or, or I think, well, I'll do, I'll do this later. I'll do this well, later. Well, yeah, which is procrastinating. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And we all do that, you know. Yeah, we we do. don't pick up the phone <laughs> to have that conversation we need to have. Yeah. So, and then, okay, step four mm-hmm. uh, would be coach yourself. Coach yourself. Okay, so find examples in your life. And really be very pragmatic about this too, mm-hmm. um, which illustrate that actually you can. Mm. Right, back to Barack Obama. Yes, you can. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Find examples of projects that you've achieved, conversations that you have had, places that you've gone to where you were reluctant to go, people that you've actually met, spoken to, uh, where you were worried about doing that. So mm-hmm. examples. We, we don't do this enough. We could do right. this every single night. You yeah. know, write down the positive stuff that has happened, our little mini success stories. Yeah. Proof that you can. Proof that Evidence. you can, exactly. Yeah. And so, and then consider which of your skills would be useful to make this particular project happen, mm. okay? Mm-hmm. So what was useful to you when you did, uh, when, you, when, you, when you did achieve success, get success, and, and which of your skills would help you do it in this particular case, that particular project or conversation we talked about in step one, mm-hmm. who could help you? Ah, Don't forget. So important. So important. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't have to be a friend. It could be just someone you know, okay? Mm-hmm. It could be uh, one of your superiors. It could be a team member. It could be a peer. It could be, you know, somebody, I don't know, something as stupid as somebody you meet uh, in the bus every morning when you're on your way to work and that you've, you know, yeah. now begun to say hello to, you mm-hmm. know. Yeah. And, and, so, and so who could help you? And step five, step five, decide what you're going to do about each of those limiting beliefs. Mm-hmm. Okay. Because there may be a couple in there. So mm-hmm. what are you going to do? And, and you and I have often talked about, you know, taking awareness through to action and doing something about it and, and owning it mm-hmm. and, and driving, driving our development. So decide what you're going to do about those anchors that are keeping you back and what you can do to, to sail away. Mm. Uh, and so, I don't know, decide three things that you can do to bring yourself closer to achieving your goal mm-hmm. and write them down. Okay, mm. write them down. So these could be baby steps and it's okay. You don't have to be too ambitious um, because if you're too ambitious, you won't be able to do it. Mm. So take baby steps and, and take on board the fact that it's down to us really. You can decide to challenge our limiting beliefs. We can reframe them into a realistic or positive thought and behavior. And, and sometimes we need help and, and that's okay too. Yeah, and I like that nuance because what you're saying is both very empowering and also the idea that sometimes you can run in circles in your own head yes. and that having someone from the outside um, external help can be a real boost. Yeah. Thank you so much, Romain. This was a very important episode. And um, since the objective of the podcast is to help listeners feel empowered to own their career, mm. their self-development, and to have a more fulfilling relationship 
with themselves and others, I think this episode was really at the heart of the matter. Mm. So next month, we'll meet again for a conversation on an emotion that everyone feels, an emotion or not. We'll, we'll get into that. But yeah. um, stress and most and importantly, yeah, how to manage it. Mm. Yeah. Great. Look forward to that. Mm -hmm. And until next time, please let us know, dear listeners, um, how uh, if this episode helped you and share with a friend or colleague that it could be of use to you too. And uh, don't hesitate to ask questions. And thanks for listening. And now, guys, it's down to you. You are listening to My Inspiration, an Orange podcast.